Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. hip 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 powder donut <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. hip 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 powder donut <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey now, it's a Hey Now Howard podcast, the first and only podcast dedicated to the king of all media, Howard Stern. I'm Daniel Coyne. And I'm Tyler Cortez. Today we're going to be talking about Howard Stern versus Wendy Williams. This is talking about when Howard during one of his shows basically caught wind from JD about how Wendy Williams had an entire segment in her show dedicated to Howard's new show Howard come or I'm sorry Howard's new book Howard comes again and Wendy Williams basically took it upon herself to at first say that Howard's her role model and he looks great on the cover of the book But eventually she got into how Howard turned Hollywood and that his new book is only going to be about how he's an A-list celebrity now and he's best friends with Jimmy Kimmel and all these Hollywood A-listers and that how Howard basically has lost a step and has lost what has made him so great in the first place. And Howard... Heard oh, this, this live on his show this set and completely him off, flipped man. shit and went set back to off. kind of the old school Howard where it's him against the world. It's him against whoever wants to speak out against him. And he went a good 45 minutes during Robin's news completely dedicated to tearing down Wendy Williams, making fun of her, completely denying the fact that he's turned Hollywood and <laughs> Let's talk, it about, definitely let's struck talk about a nerve. this aspect of the entire feud first is just the, you know, the the initial accusation against Howard that he's turned Hollywood, and that's why, you know, that that's her whole first argument. Uh, is it valid? You know, is I, I mean, what is is what she's saying have any type of validity to you know to the entire argument? I think that Howard's reaction of being so visceral before he even really knew what she said, the second that he found out that anyone had, God forbid, spoken out one negative word about his new book, 
he was ready to flip shit. And you could definitely tell that there was some background on Wendy Williams. He talked about how last time Wendy Williams was on the show, she was um, basically talking shit on her. She was talking shit on Beth. Like, she was not a cool guest. Right. Right? Like, I mean, if you remember, like, the last time she was on, she was not a good guest. Like, she... From the moment she sat down, she was challenging Howard's questions. And it wasn't even like a, you know, like he wasn't even asking her hardcore questions. But immediately she was like, oh, Howard, you're Hollywood. You're you're this, you're that. And it was totally, you know, kind of out there because, you know, his, his questions weren't warranted, those type of answers from her. She was just, she was totally preemptive, like, you know, had a defense up for whatever reason. For whatever questions he was going to ask her, she already had that up. So, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like Wendy Williams always had this thing for Howard that she was kind of had this vendetta against him that he, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. But, like, she kind of had this thing for Howard um, even before she went about him about his book. Yeah, and I think she tries to tie herself to Howard. She calls herself the queen of all media, which Howard brought up in this rant. And if anyone listening wants to hear the rant, the really only time that you can hear it is basically going on Reddit and looking through the posts of people that recorded the episode live and uploaded it. Which is and so weird. Yes, Can we absolutely. talk about that for a second, how fucking weird that is? Well, it's Wendy Williams, weird. And, and she called herself the queen, the queen of all media, and the last time she was on the show, on the show, she talked about how Beth was Yoko Ono and how Beth was. So, struck multiple nerves within Howard, made him way more uncomfortable than the average guest was to be there to talk about their latest project right, so or let, talk let about their this latest straight. movie. Like, I can't even get, like, trying to wrap my head around this. So, Wendy Williams was a guest, uh, I, I don't even remember when it was, let's, let's say seven or eight months ago, Okay. She comes on, and she literally compares Beth to Yoko Ono, to Howard, to Howard's face, in Howard's interview, and Howard does nothing about it, and doesn't even, like, it doesn't even, he, he glazes right over it. Like, oh, okay, whatever. She was essentially voicing the opinions that people on Reddit talk about. Yeah. You know, the quote-unquote trolls. Sure. But... Maybe those opinion. trolls have a point. Maybe they and do. She was voicing the opinion of, and she did the lifelong Stern fans now that are used to that visceral right. Howard, used to the. And now they're trying to get ignorant. like, why is Howard so you know quote unquote soft now? He how, why is Howard gone Hollywood? Is it because of that? No, I don't subscribe to that like necessarily, but the fact that she brought that up at that time, and he kind of glazed over it. Okay, so great. They go on with her interview. Nothing else happens. Now, she comes back eight, nine months later and has a, a very, you know, kind of a softball opinion on his book, which is basically Howard's Gone Hollywood. She doesn't really know about the book yet. She was just she commenting nothing. on that. She he was has like, a you know, book. Howard's, Howard's my man. Howard's, you know, Howard's this, Howard's that. Howard's kind of like modeled my career. But, you know. Whatever. Um, and she says this thing about Howard that he's kind of gone Hollywood, which is very, you know, it doesn't seem that 
that harsh to me. And then Howard goes fucking Flip shit. crazy. Howard I think that this is nuts. all a product of this. You could tell immediately that this struck a nerve with him way beyond the actual words that were coming out of Wendy Williams' mouth. She was representing something that he, you could tell, again, struck a nerve that yeah. he has been maybe mentally or behind the scenes fighting the fact that I'm not PC, I'm not Hollywood. Yeah, you know, and he he even mocked the fact of, oh, you think I'm but friends he didn't with even Jimmy hesitate, Kimmel? Man. Like, I'm talking like JD was like, uh, I don't know if I want to tell you this, and it almost seemed kind of like a setup, like like an old WWE right. type, but you know, setup where it's like, I don't know if I want to tell you, no, tell me, and I don't know if I want to tell you, tell me, and then they tell you, and then it's like, oh, I can't believe you told me this. I wish you didn't tell me. That's kind of like the setup of it, but. But then he also went from zero to one hundred with his insults and sure. oh, she's oh, it was this, way way that. worse than you could ever Before imagine. Before he even heard what she actually said, he totally went old school Howard Stern, like nineteen ninety five. Like right. if you cross me, I'm gonna fucking tear you down, Howard Stern, which is I, which we all kind of missed. But was this one? Forced? But then we'll talk about forced? what he. Like, but then it's the exact opposite of the old school Howard Stern, which we're going to talk about, where everything that we're mentioning right now was completely blacked out of taking replays out of the, the app. Show. So the entire segment of that show, the entire Robin's News was cut out, which I can never remember any time that. An entire 45 minutes of the show is cut out for replay on YouTube, on anything. It's like if you're going to cut out a segment, you you know, Howard actually, I, I mean, we listen to it on SoundCloud. So you can take out 10, 15 minutes of Howard's, you know, sound bites of talking about Wendy Williams. You can take it out and then still have Robin's News. The fact they took out, you know, what was it? 40 minutes of Robin's News, 40 minutes of news. Just took out the whole thing on the app. The entire show went from, and now Robin's news, and then it cuts to Fred cuts doing out. promos on. Yep. And that's it. Next up is a Howard Stern wrap-up. So they just cut out the entire news because Howard went on a rant about Wendy, Wendy Williams for 15 minutes. How does that make any sense? And, the, and why? Why? Like, what, what is the reason that they would cut that out? Because... Howard kind of went on a rant for 15 it. minutes. It doesn't make any sense, man. Like Wendy Williams is not that powerful if of a character. If you went after Oprah like that, it, exactly. maybe it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe Howard has ties to Apple, and Apple is now tied into Oprah where like I can get it where it might be like a money thing where any Howard's new book coming out. Like I'm trying to like connect the dots where that might make sense. Uh, this one, it doesn't make any sense, man. And right? if you listen to the rant, there's times where he says, I shouldn't even be doing this right now. I shouldn't even be going this hard. Yeah. But ultimately, that's why we love Howard Stern. Because he's the one person that, even if he thinks I shouldn't be going this hard, he does. Right. And ultimately, he he kind of played into what she's talking about. That it's a watered-down product. And... 
again, obviously we're making a fucking Howard Stern show podcast, so we love the guy and we love the show still to this day. But you can't help but notice that a guy that made his entire career on no bullshit and I'm going to give it to you raw and how I feel it just cut out 45 minutes of the show. That's fucked up to me. Like, I, I expect more from that. Like, here's the thing. I, I We've talked about this before, but I subscribe to the new version of Howard Stern. I'm, I'm totally on board. I like the interview style. I like the, the way the show has gone in the direction it's gone. I know that it's changed drastically from the last 10 years. I like it. I, and I'm on board. I get it. I like it. I'm one of the few or, I don't know, maybe one of the many, I'm not even sure, that just like the direction the show is going. But this is one of the aspects of the the thing that I just cannot get behind, where, you know, Howard based himself on just being honest and truthful with the audience, and this is one of those things that's just blatantly taken away from us. You know what I mean? It's It's, yeah. it's weird. It's a weird thing to be behind where it's like I, I'm with this guy I'm on board 100% and I, I feel like I'm he's there too but then you kind of get delivered this bullshit and I'm like what what the fuck is this like when the entire did, reason you're listening to the show is to not be fed bullshit I just listen to you say to listen a, to I just listen to you say show. something I listen to you like rant for 15 minutes about somebody and I kind of like you made me believe you for 15 minutes, I actually, I was like, I, was, I believe this person. Oh, this is 45 like, minutes. 45 this minutes. This is a whole oh, fuck chunk. Yeah, excuse me. 45 <laughs> minutes on fucking Wendy Williams where I'm like, you know what? Fuck Wendy Williams. You're right. You know what I mean? Like, fuck this chick. I, I, I'm on board. I get it. You got me on board and I'm believing this shit for 45 minutes. Like you said, I'm, for me, it was 15 minutes. But you're right, 45 minutes. And then I try to go back and listen to it again and it's not there. And I and I look I fish around a little bit and it's it's not anywhere and, and it's and on is the it app. because he wants to interview fucking Paul McCartney next why? next month why is exactly it gone? Why? why is this a Marcy Turk thing that's that's what I want to figure out why is it gone there's gotta be a, a bigger reason why it's gone it can't just be like well I I didn't like what I said so I'm gonna I, I don't want you to air that. Bullshit. That's the whole point of this show. Yeah, I'm sure bullshit. he hasn't. There's he has been multiple times. He yeah. even said, you could throw my first two books away because they're completely shit. I hate them. And he says it all the time. But like, he, at least he put those that, out there. Right. He didn't try to call every book publisher and say, yank my books. And there's always, This is him purposely censoring himself. There's always a hundred things he says that like he's like, I, I wish I could take that back. But, you know, it's live radio. What am I going to do? Exactly. And that's why... We love the show. It's raw. It's, it's supposed radio. to be. It's raw. It's uncut. And lately, I hate to say it, but he's really feeding into his critics that say it's just a watered-down product of why the person that everyone is tuning into for that raw, uncensored view, uncut, we're going to... We're gonna, Record four and a half hours and whatever I say goes and whatever. And he's even said multiple times, I don't even remember half the shit I say. Celebrities will get mad at me. I don't even remember making I believe fun that. of them. I believe he just because talking they just, for four hours they air and sometimes. It, yeah. And they go. And it wasn't be. Imagine before if, oh, I said something about, you know, the Beatles five years ago. Oh, we need to cut that out. I mean, what would the Howard Stern show be if they now... 
and and it's been something that I've heard Artie talk about. You know, you listen to certain anthology, there is no Artie talks about going to Vegas. It's Artie maybe in the background talking, but there is no segments about Artie. There's no what segments about Stuttering Why? John. There's no Why? segments about Jackie. Why? And so is he just creating this entire world of what he wants it to be, which is this world was supposed to be based off of no bullshit, whatever I say off the top of my head. That's And that's what we love about him. We love do you, that. Do you uncensored. think that Howard has actual influence on that? Oh, 100%. You do? He knows. I don't. Absolutely. I don't think that he does. He controls everything on Sternthology. Absolutely. He put the know. he put the word out does. there. I, I, I think Absolutely. I disagree with you a little There's bit a on reason that. I feel like that, that Artie. Why is there no more Artie segments on Sternthology the past five years? Because I think that there's a, a people that are are above him that that think that he yeah, doesn't who's want above that. Him? I think that it's if it the Howard Stern down, show. I think that if it actually got down to Howard and he was like, I, I don't care. What are you talking about? I don't care. Well, let's talk about who's above, above him. him. Who's above him? That's true. Marcy Turk. Well, Sternthology wise. Uh, I know Rasan is in charge of Sternology. So. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Right. He, These he are was, people that are cutting the Gary, segments. Then, no one's above Howard when it comes to his content. Do you really think? I don't think that. I. I it's hard for me to believe that Howard is actually sitting there, uh, passing or you know negating things that go through Sternology. I a hundred percent think he does. You really do? Absolutely. I don't think there's one second. On Howard 100 or Howard 101, that he doesn't have some type of control on. I feel like he trusts the people, and he doesn't what do you want think happened? To do with it. Why did Sternthology? Why it used to be? I think that, and oh, even, I, it was. I'm not saying that Artie only I, started speaking I, against I think, him within the past two years. I think that you might be right. I think there might be a bit a moment where he was like, you know what, fuck Artie. If there's anything, it's like cut him out of that shit, and then. That might have happened five what years ago. What about Hansy? Same. I think he might. So you don't think Howard had a had a say in that? I think you're right. I think Howard might have had a say in that, but in the day to day, I don't think he does. I think it might have just been like a flippantly, he's done. Fuck him. And then yeah, but once you say that, then you can just filter out. Okay, you're every right. Sternthology, no more Hansy, yeah. no more Artie. You're right. But you, okay. you never hear the story so of Artie that, goes to Las Vegas and right. bangs some you're, hooker. I say it's, that it's already talking in the background in segment, and even that gets cut out. You're right. I I think you're absolutely right, and I, and I see that, and this is just me like kind of projecting this, you know, my my image on this whole thing. But I think it's maybe Howard doing that and saying it at once, and then not really thinking about it again. So saying like, you know what, fuck it, I don't want I don't want that shit. I don't want already on there again, and then he he forgets about it. Howard's gone from Sternthology now for two years. But now whoever is in charge of it is now thinking, oh, Boss doesn't want Artie on there anymore. So he, like, you know, he's he's nixing Artie from uh, from all these segments. But Howard forgot about it. Howard doesn't even remember saying, you know, th- this is just like me saying, thinking like this might have been what happened. See, I, th- I think the total opposite. I think Howard you think is that the Howard's definition of petty. Like, oh, I think he knows every second that gets aired on both of those channels. It's two in the morning. Maybe. It's three in the morning, and it's Howard one hundred and one on Sternthology. He still has, he still has a 
ultimate say in everything that gets aired on those two channels. Yeah. And God bless him. It's called fucking Howard 100, Howard 101. Why wouldn't he? Right. But also, why is a guy that made his entire career on, I'm going to say whatever is on the top of my head. There's no censorship. This is, I mean, this is, you know, he fought the FCC. He's like fought against censorship. And now this is a guy that his one of his main person that controls a show is not to be talked about on air. Marcy Turk and Jeremy, whatever his name is. Jeremy. It just kills me that how is how is Gary talked about every day? Fred. I mean, we could go through the list, you know. Richard, Sal, Mamet, whatever. How is every single person in the back room talked about? But this hugely influential person is just completely off like not even on, like why isn't there a bit on marcy turk and the the dude that she's hooking up with or why yeah. is she not part you know what i mean if she was a regular part of the show like everyone else why do we know about gary and is like going to his sons on a sleepaway you know like and his plantains yeah like exactly he's eating plantains and we know about it or he coaches his son's t-ball team and we know about it or Benji smells in the studio and we know about it, but Marcy, but Marcy Turk, Turk is just completely totally off guards. Yeah. And the only time that she's ever been mentioned is be basically on accident. And then that's immediately, you know, the flames are put away immediately. Oh well, yeah. I'll talk about mercy, whatever she, she's a, I don't even know her VP of the show or whatever, but then you'll hear that same bit back on Serenthology, and she won't be mentioned. You know, Matthew Barry, that's weird the fantasy to me. football that's guy. Thing that's super weird. That Matthew, Matthew Barry, Barry went on the so show weird. and said, straight up, I know we're not supposed to talk about Marcy. And you could tell that Howard Howard's was taken voice aback immediately. Live. Howard's voice immediately was taken aback. He was like, you can mention Marcy. You can oh, mention Marcy. You can oh, yeah, Marcy that. and Jeremy. That's our VP and that's our uh, it executive was producer. It was very awkward and very and then, like. And then they played that same bit back on Cernthology and they cut that entire bit out yep. about Marcy. That's fucking weird, man. And I still can never wrap my head around the fact that this entire show is built around being real, being uncensored. And and he was the guy that kind of made that famous, made the people in the back okay, as so, much of a celebrity. Right. You know, JD's a celebrity. Yeah. Ronnie the limo driver's a celebrity. Yeah, how do you do that? John Hine. We could okay. go on forever. Richard and Sal. Fucking, I mean, it just the list goes on and on with the staff that, is as much of the show as anyone, but yet this hugely influential person is just completely off off limits. My question to you though is, okay, so we've seen that that's happened, you know, uh, more so in the last uh, we could say ten years now. Like it's happened like two or three times in the last you know ten years, but. This one that's happened recently with the Wendy Williams literally cutting out 45 minutes of Robin's news. This was kind of the epitome of what you see on the Reddit trolls. This is the epitome, I think. Can we go of, on Reddit and kind of like read some of this I shit? I mean, this is, this is going – this is exactly feeding into what people say. And I, and 
we're making a, a Howard Stern podcast because we love the guy, we love the show, but it's kind of baffling of a person that, and he kind of made it famous. You watch the Dan Patrick show, and he makes the staff in the back as much a part of the show as anyone. And you you know you listen to these radio shows, and the the producers and the directors are now characters on the show. And Howard made that famous, and he's the first one to tell you about how he was the first person to do that. And, you know, JD's a celebrity, Ronnie the limo driver. Why are we cutting out entire segments of the show? Well, I, Why is to... Wendy Williams different than him going after? Um, Anybody. He's had awkward fucking interviews before. He's had interviews where like it just didn't go well. Why is this one the one that like just gets completely eliminated from the show? And I, my question to you actually is, what happened behind the scenes? You know, what was the conversation where it's like, get that shit off the air? Like, I don't want that shit on because the air. Because it had like, to be a quick decision. It happened quick because man. they they that basically never, that never aired. the show. That shit never. You know, aired. The show is ready for full episode. Pretty much, I'd say an hour after it airs live in New York. Right. And so, yeah, you have the West Coast feed, which a lot of people, and, and apparently through reading the Reddit post, it, it aired live on the West Coast. They aired the full show on the West Coast, but anything on demand, anything on the app, and they didn't even try to hide it. There's no middle ground. It's just, if you listen back to the episode and you guys can listen now you can go back in the Sirius XM app and listen. He just says, it's time for Robin's news. And then it cuts right to Fred saying, you know, the fact that the, he the never Howard Stern wrap-up show starts in 30 that. minutes. The fact that he never gave and any And he didn't even talk about that. it when he came back. That's fucking crazy to me. He never explained any so if of he was that. that passionate that he could bitch for 45 minutes about her. And let's be honest, I mean, he what he said. every name exactly. in the book, dude. Like, every name that in the book. passionate was about like, he her, and her, then he's going to cut it out of her show. He's like, this, I mean, he called her every so. fucking way you can call somebody the C word. Anything. Not that I'm beneath saying the word cunt. I don't know why I said C word. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. <laughs> But, but on, he felt that passionate live, and then he felt equally passionate about cutting out that entire segment of the show. Fucking crazy, dude. I've never known of an instance that an entire segment... And, and I've heard Artie get in, talk on his podcast, and he says, yeah, they keep cutting me out of Certainthology. They'll cut entire bits that I've done. And I get it. They'll They'll start to phase those people out. You know, you never hear about Jackie on the show. Uh, you know, you never hear about Sutter and John. Even uh, Benji, who Hansy. still works there. Yeah, Benji left the studio, and he's and which is another product of Marcy Turk. But why did this particular instance? This is kind of the. This is kind of everything coming to. To a head of, this is kind of the epitome of what people knock him for and ultimately what wendy williams was knocking him for is that you have a watered down message that you're worried about getting a-list celebrities interviewed so but then ultimately it goes back to okay did cutting that wendy williams bit help him interview no, elton john nothing. next month Here's what like I'm what saying, did like, that get him 
is he going to now interview, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio right. because Wendy Williams didn't get bagged on no. for 45 minutes? What say, is the point? Fuck Wendy Williams. Like, I'm still on that camp. Like, here's the thing. I'm still uh, on the team of I, I support the Howard Stern model of 2019. Like, I, I, I know I'm in the minority when it comes to, like, looking at the Howard Stern of old to the Howard Stern of new. I'm I'm in support of the Howard Stern of new with you know the things he wants to accomplish as far as the interviews and and the show he wants to produce and and what he wants to do. I'm all for it. I get it and I and I like it and that's kind of like what I want to see in the future until he retires. Great. But to your point hiding behind this whole idea like uh, of that and you know as far as you know if he wants to go unleash on somebody which is great. We all love that about Howard because he's being honest and being truthful. If he goes and does that, and then all of a sudden we can't find it anymore because it's it's redacted, if you want to even call it that. You know, it's funny. Even a side note, he's talking about the, the he comes back from the week after this, talks about the Mueller report being redacted. He's like, "Fuck that!" You know, let's see it. Like, let's be truthful. Let's be honest with the American public. Yeah, not a word let's, about Wendy Williams when like, he came back. Let's, from let's break. not have that redacted. Let's not have it redacted. It's like, dude, you just had a fucking forty-five minutes of your show redacted. And I know this has nothing to do with like the American public or like forty-five minutes is is a, a radio show. I get it, but like, dude, what the fuck? You can't come out here and say like I want to have that whole thing shown. And then have 45 minutes of your fucking radio show redacted from the week before and then not even mention it. I, it would be one thing if it was like, hey, you know what? I said a lot of things. You know what? It turns out I have a book coming out and I said a lot of things that it, it just didn't – whatever. Like, it, it, you know, I, my publicist made me do – whatever. Make up some There's fucking no bullshit. No explanation whatsoever. No explanation. Let's totally not talk washed. about it. It's, it's like it never happened. Bullshit. It's crazy. That's crazy to me. The fact that there's no mention, it's like the it is a little bit of arrogance where it's like, oh, my, my listeners won't care or they won't notice or they won't care. It's like, yeah, we do. We notice and it's weird. It's weird as right. fuck. And the reason that they're your listeners is because anyone that loves Howard like we do, we love him because that's really the only place left that you're going to get that uncensored view and that you're not going to get, well, I'm going to hold back from my opinion because my company is sponsored by the company that is producing this record. So I'm not I mean, Howard used to absolutely eviscerate, eviscerate anyone that talked against him. Not only that, but people that were huge in pop, like huge in pop culture that, everyone loved and Howard was that one voice. And like we talked about in previous episodes, right. he's kind of that guy in the back of the classroom that kind of just says, you know what? All this is bullshit. And yeah. that's what we love about him. And there's nobody else in entertainment that really does that, that has that checks and balances where they're not just, they're not just buying into whatever is served to them by a PR department or an advertising firm. He's the person that's like, you know what? This is what is served to us, but it's total bullshit. And now, with and honestly, this this little example of Wendy Williams is really kind of crystallizing what 
the knock on him and what Wendy Williams was talking about in the first place. That's what sucks. It's like he just proved Wendy Williams' point by exactly. by totally redacting that entire segment and then not bringing it up at all proves her point, which sucks because like she made that point and I was like, ah, fuck you, Wendy Williams. Who cares? And then as it went on, I'm like, oh, fuck, she has a point. Oh, <laughs> fuck, this point is making itself known. And then whenever he actually never brought it up, that's when I was like, oh, shit. Because even her original point was talking about how he's he's going to have less venom and he's going to talk about how he's friends with all these celebrities. And as it kind of is playing out, it's kind of coming true where he's yeah. not – you know, his book is new, which is the total premise of what she was talking about. And and we talked about this which, like off the air, but not, I, I guess, think. Sorry, I didn't, but like I'm just saying, isn't that not a softball thing to like bring up? It's like, hey, Howard, you're, you know, you're kind of like a Hollywood elite now. You have all these Hollywood friends. If you would have came out and be like, yeah, I isn't do. Isn't that what he's kind of trying to be? Yeah. What if he came out and was like, yeah, I am. So what? Right. Done. Conversation over, no no controversy, nothing. And it's like, what are and we talking about? And he's even said, like, I want to evolve my show. I want it to be more than, you know, like putting putting strippers in clown makeup. and, and Right. He wants to do it like a, a genuine interview show. Do. So he's going to have genuine, like, you know, interview people on there. So, so whatever, he has that on there. And so he wants to actually make good Hollywood relationships so he can have good Hollywood interviews. Uh, that doesn't bother me at all, but like the fact that you know, he doesn't just look at that and be like, "Yeah, that that's what it is," and then that's it. Exactly, and, I, and neither of us think that Howard is PC. That's the number one thing that gets brought up. I don't think he's PC because he still hits on a lot of topics that aren't PC at all. I mean, he'll still get grimy with his topics and you know ronnie's sex tips and this and that and they'll sure. still go places that you won't hear other shows going but also i i also think that howard has and and whether he meant to or not the show has now become essentially a bunch of yes men where we talked about this off the air where howard doesn't have anyone challenging him ever I mean, Robin has always kind of gone with the flow. She wants to make the show flow, and she laughs at the jokes, and it works. But even Artie used to challenge him. Like, Stuttering John used to challenge him. Jackie, even Benji used to challenge Fred him. Fred used to challenge Fred. him. We watched that Fred segment used to where be Fred way used to more, challenge him, man. Way more, like, active, where... It's like Fred used even to challenge him to a Fred, point where it was very even, uncomfortable in the studio. Like, Fred would challenge him where it's like, oh... It's like, right? The parent, like the kids, just upset the parents, and it's like it's very awkward in the studio. But that's what Fred would do. But that has not happened in twenty years, right? And now it's even when Howard, when the the base of this whole kind of scene going on was Howard announcing his new book, Howard Comes Again, and he essentially brought in. The whole staff, and it was pretty much an entire show of like patting Howard on the back of, wow, you're unbelievable. You're this mastermind. You're the greatest, and which is cool. He is. He's king of all media. 
He's groundbreaking. He fought the FCC. We love him. We're making an entire fucking podcast about him. <laughs> but also, you kind of need a little bit of like a contrarian in the room. Of you need someone a little bit challenging. Wait, aren't you just sure. a dude from? I think he thinks that that Robin's gonna be that, but Robin's not that. Absolutely not. No, Robin's <laughs> not that at all. And and I don't think that Fred's the right person to be that person either. But. Um, and and really, when he announced he, his book, he really brought the entire staff in, and it was really an entire show of Howard, you're the greatest thing ever. Job. You had two best-selling novels, yeah, yeah sure. and now this is about to be the third. And wow, you shot! And there was even a moment. It was funny because, and if you're listening to this, I encourage you guys to all listen to the actual rant that we're talking about, and you can. Um, find it on Reddit or find it on SoundCloud where Robin, there's even a point that I even kind of laughed at Robin, a point where she kind of was like, you know what? You're Howard Stern and they're not. You are, you shot number one to Amazon on your first day. It's almost like you still need that. You still need that confirmation 30 years later that, or whatever, 40 years later that you still need a Robin to tell you like, it's almost like it almost comes, it comes across as kind of sad. Yeah. But I think that it, it goes to show you that yes, the answer is yes. It's like the, when she asked that question, like you still need a Robin. Yes, he does. But that's the part that humanizes Howard to all of us, where it's like as big as Howard is and as big as he's become and the biggest, you know, even like you talk about that room, the, the biggest ego in the room is usually Howard. But what it comes down to is Howard's still a lot like us, where he needs a little bit of validation from the people that he cares about the most, which is Robin, which is, you know, a lot like us, where... You know, we might do something where I might do something and I, I look at you and I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? Does this? Is this good? And you say yes. And that gives me all the motivation and all the confidence that I need. And, and I think that Howard still kind of operates that way. Even though as big as he is and as, as all the accolades that he's ever had and even the book that he just wrote, I, I still feel that Howard still kind of has a little bit of that in, in him where – Whatever he does, he still kind of needs a little bit of validation from his peers uh, to to get him to the next you know level of not feeling so shitty about himself. Absolutely, you know what I mean. But but does the show lose its edge when it's nothing but validators? Oh, like if he he's, keeps he's going, going like re- that. Oh, that's that's kind of what what's been the, the show book. ever since they kicked Benji out. It's I mean, and I'm not just zooming in on that particular instance but that was kind of the last straw of this is the last contrarian that challenges me gary's scared to death of him right fred doesn't i mean he's kind of i think aged. fred's kind of scared of him too robin laughs at everything he says fred and so who fred on the staff fred there's is, nobody there's not one person that challenges him on anything you're right they took everybody out. Fred was the one person that like kind of challenged him, but like, but even in the last like six, seven years, anytime Fred speaks up, he seems very timid to just right. to, to challenge anything. Right. right, Fred? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Which we love, Fred. He's a genius, 
but there is nobody. There's so much more there. And Fred. is that by design? There's so much and more. And we've to seen Fred that with this. like celebrities. Like, is he surrounding himself with yes men? I don't know, man. And maybe he's at the point of his career where he's like, fuck it, I'm sick of contrarians. I don't need contrarians. I've made my career. Maybe. But I'd also like him to say that. I'd like him to talk about Marcy Turk. It bothers me that he doesn't talk about these things. Why is Marcy Turk and Jeremy this, like, X factor? Right. Like, no, no, like, don't even go there. Like, any get. And you fact, can't tell like, me that someone he, that goes in to does interview there doesn't like, meet he, them. He'll totally blow it off. Like, or it's like. They mean nothing. Like that has nothing to me. Like that's that's a whole nothing issue. Like you know the fact that you're gonna make. I, I see people saying things about Marcy Turk. That's nothing to me. Do you believe that? If you were yeah, to say every that, writer on say, the show has talked that, about. If you were to say that, would you believe it? Hundred percent not. No. They, I one hundred percent think that Marcy and Jeremy, or maybe just Marcy, there's some weird angle going on where. And and even if he says that she doesn't influence the show that much, then why is she? And, and it's this weird instance, but there was this prank call that Richard did, and we haven't even talked about this, but he and the premise of the prank call was to basically talk about all the people on the staff, and I forget he's maybe mentioning happy birthdays and happy birthday to Fred and Robin, and and then he started getting into all these like. Everyone on the staff and then yeah. whack pack and he's just going, you know, even the weather leather lady and Bigfoot and um, underdog Anybody lady of, yeah. and Richard and Sal and Mamet and Robin and Fred. And he went through a hundred names and I was actually waiting kind of thinking of this in the back of my head I wonder if he's going to even say the word Marcy and it was never brought up he was bringing up whack packers from like the 80s before you got the Marcy and he didn't even mention her yeah and he went through a hundred names and like that to me is just crazy this entire show is built on pulling the curtain you know like showing you what's behind the scenes and we know the fucking Scott the Engineer. Who who else? What other show has yeah, made the Scott engineer of the show Speaking a star? Which, that, this might be a whole other podcast episode, but we haven't heard from Scott the Engineer for a while, and I know his wife died. So now I'm like, I think oh, that's the crux of it. Is that it? I think that's what happened. Yeah. Okay, so just like think, you know what, kinda, we're done. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, we're off it. Hey, Scott the Engineer, if you're ever listening. We love you. God bless you. We love you. Sorry about your loss. You're doing well. No, and that's genuine. Yeah. And, and, but, but even that, it's just, it blows my mind that someone that influential is just, and, and it'd be one thing if just, oh, hey, there's this new Marcy lady. She's helping us out, and you know she helps with bits, and she helps us with the staff in the back, and she's more of a... X's and O's type person. She do She's that. not you know on she our do talent. That. She does nothing of that. You know that. What does she do? We don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. Exactly. But you know she has nothing to do with it as far as like the ins and outs of the show. Or does she? Can't. No way. If she did, we would have to know about it. What do you mean, though? Like I, I just feel that if she really had something to do with the ins and outs of the actual runnings of the show... We would have 
some sort of you know a know with all within it like to to know if if she you know through Gary through Jason Jason as far as like being like that person that voice through you know the entire right. back office why doesn't he rat on on Marcy yeah because I really why is he rat on I think everyone that she, else on the staff I, I do think that Marcy pulls a lot of strings I just don't know if Marcy is actually pulling strings in the day to day you know what I mean. Well then, what 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 do you think she does? Again, going with this theory, if she is actually pulling any strings, it has a lot to do with um, the major things, such as who's in studio, such as Benji. You know, Benji's been late, and Howard's like, you know what? I want Benji out of the studio. I don't think Howard's strong enough to actually pull somebody out of the studio and then forbid them for good like Howard, like like he did with Benji. So I think that had a lot to do with her. I think uh, what they – I so when we were talking about what they play on Howard 101, the Sternthology, I think that has a lot to do with Marcy. I think that has, you know, Xing a lot of Artie's play on Howard 101. That has a lot to do with her. Uh, I think a lot of the, that sort of day to day with the show, you know, has a lot to do with Marcy. As far as like the actual in show, live in studio studio things, I don't know how much influence she has. I I, I, would oh, like I mean, to say I don't she think doesn't. she's writing bits. Of course, I, mean, I don't I think, think that she, is. she has. A and lot I don't think she's influence. mixing bits or writing bits or anything like that. I think she's just kind of out of that part of it. So. I don't think she really has an influence in that state. So I'm looking up right now. Her official title is the Chief Operating Officer of the Howard Stern Show. So she is a COO. You don't get to that That's position without having position. influence. Right. And and this is a guy that has turned his producer into one of the biggest stars of the show. And I'm, I'm looking right now. Wall Street Journal, 2017. Marcy Turk is credited with making the, the shock jock just a bit softer as part of his strategy to get celebrity interviews. Some fans aren't happy. And the, What's the this article, from? this is from the Wall Street Journal. And the article is titled The Woman Behind Howard Stern. So if you're going to tell me that a COO got a Wall Street Journal, and, and Howard talks about, oh, I was mentioned in this article, it was very flattering. I appreciate them talking about me. Why did he never have a segment of, oh, my COO was featured on the Wall Street Journal? Right. And the, and the article talks about, you know, she's rarely mentioned on air. She doesn't have a nickname like Gary Baba Booey, nor is she relentlessly teased and tormented. But anyone close to the Howard Stern, the self-proclaimed king of all media, she's the Howard Whisperer, quote unquote. So why the fuck is this person written on the the Wall Street Journal and then not mentioned once on in air. anything any article that Howard is in or a staff member is in is talked about relentlessly on the show. If there was an article about JD in the Wall Street Journal, it would have been an hour long bit. Right. So why I just I just don't get it and I don't think a lot of Stern fans get it. And I and I think that and maybe his new book talks about it. I doubt it does. And and 
his birthday show, he, he kind of gave this Marcy Turk shout out where he said, if you love the Howard Stern show, then you love this woman. You may not know her name, but if you love this show, then you love her. He did? I don't even remember him doing that. Yeah, his birthday show, his 50th that's birthday. A, that's probably the one and only time he ever did a exactly. shout out there. And that was a total, like, you know, he mentioned 20 other people in that segment. Right. But... We hear about staffers, and and again, that's the beauty of the show. It brings you, it brings the staff in the back to life. But anyways, Howard and Wendy Williams, <laughs> back to that topic. And this is kind of just, no, and the reason we honestly, dug so deep into this is because, for me, it was just kind of another segment that goes along with the rest of them and Howard's pissed. If you talk out against Howard, he's going to bash you. But to me, this all came to light on him blocking out that entire segment on his replays. That's what kind of brought all of this back into focus of why is he censoring things? What is the ultimate purpose of censoring that segment? Right. I think it or censoring out- Sternthology or censoring Artie out of the show, or I mean, put it. The, Howard is on his last couple of years. Why does he not have Stuttering John back in or Jackie back in? Right. Why? Yeah. And maybe that's his personality think, of you know what you left the show, you're gone, you're you're out of this world. But she is so much in this world. She's a COO. I just can't believe that he would actually take the time to take that part out of the show and then not address it. That 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 just does not sit well with me. And I think that's where we were both like, we can't just get our wrap our heads around it, the fact that he took that out of the show and he's not going to address it. The if only he, if he reference... Came, if he would have came back on and just said, hey, I said some things, you know, blah, blah, blah. We had to take anything, anything. Any type and of like response. each channel picked up on. So this actually got picked up on entertainment news. So there was segments played on E News. He knew that this on was going Hollywood on. Reporter. Like this was. They not took like, this bit and played it on sure. air, and yeah. it's it's more than public knowledge. This right. isn't just something that we super dug into. This was something that I originally saw on fucking Marion. I wouldn't even Brooklyn's have known. It's the craziest thing. I wouldn't even have known. Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't if for you're Marianne a regular Stern show fan, you would have never known that this bit aired and why. Right. If it wasn't for Marion from Brooklyn, if I didn't see her Instagram post about uh, Wendy Williams, I would have been like, what the, what the hell fuck is going on with uh, right. Wendy I Williams? Sent you the, I sent you the link. Yeah, you did. And then I looked it up and I was like, what the hell is she talking about? And so I was like, and then so I actually Googled Wendy Williams and, you know, Howard Stern. And then I saw the SoundCloud thing and I'm like, what is this? And I listened to the whole show. I was like, the fuck is this? Was this from a different day? And I started like going back. I was like, is this a day that I missed? And I started going back, you know, two or three days. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I realized they fucking cut the whole thing out from the show. I went out to the app, you know, and usually uh, a show lasts four hours, you know, on the app. This one was like three hours and 15 minutes, 45 minutes short. Completely cut out the entire Robin's news, including Howard's rant on Wendy Williams. I'm like, what the fuck? This is so weird. So, and again, it comes back to, it's like, why? Why? What, what, what is to gain from 
you know, redacting his comments about Wendy Williams. I mean, he was relentless. He called her, you know, a cunt. He called her a bitch. He called her every name in the book, and he really went after her. But it's like as a guy, you know, yeah, for as a guy. But it's like okay, yeah, it's it was totally harsh. But what did he really say that was like that much that he had to actually cut out? That much of the show, which he's never done before. He said a lot of fucked up shit before, but he's never actually had to cut out shit from the show. And I think that's where Dan and I were like, well, maybe not never, because maybe we don't know. Maybe there's been other yeah, bits that completely right. aired that we heard back on replay or we heard back on the app. Right. Yeah, because we live in California, we don't hear the live. You know, it starts at three in the morning our time, so. Are there other bits that have been completely pulled out? And then why? Why is Wendy Williams, she's not some mega star. She's not some A-lister. So again, it's like, okay, did him cutting that bit out help him land Leonardo DiCaprio next quarter or whatever? Like, There's I don't no way understand. that Wendy Williams is going to gain him any other celebrity status. It just doesn't make sense to me. They if he went off on, you know, somebody that was like, this is a terrible reference, but like, say he went off on Ariana Grande, who has, you know, eight point mo- you know, million followers that if he went off on her, they're like, oh, shit, that's going to hurt Howard's book sales or, you know, his his radio. Something that really I can like, uh, that sucks. Like, I don't want him to do that, but. I get it. This is this is well, what sucks is he built his whole one. career on not giving a fuck about I get that. It. I get it. And but I, even that I would I would understand, but I wouldn't respect them for it. But this one I don't even get or respect. You know what I mean? Like I don't even understand the play politically, or do I respect it? It doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any sense. And he's he goes back on air immediately and talks about you know the Jesse Smollett and the Robert Mueller case. And I'm like he's like oh it's so confusing how it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, dude. How can you go on back on air and knowing that you have fans that are going to talk about this bullshit that you just talked about? And then, right, the and only reference it. that I it's caught crazy. from the show is on Monday, and and they took like two weeks off after this whole blocked out Wendy Williams bit, and a caller called in and said something along the lines of, "Wow, it feels so cool to be talking to Hollywood elite," which is. Direct lines from oh, Wendy Williams called, me that, and he it. instantly, he's like, "Uh, so what's your question?" And he either didn't catch it live, or he totally wanted to continue to brush it under the rug. Where this is a guy that made his whole career doing funerals for lost DJs that he crushed in each market, you know, Bob and Tom or Opie and Anthony. Right. He made his entire career on conflict, on crushing people. This and that's what we love about him. And that, like, you know what? I mean, I get it. If he's just old and tired, I get that. I get old and tired. Like, I feel old and tired now. Well, then retire then. Yeah, then retire. Maybe. Maybe that's the answer. But it's like, I get not wanting to go after somebody for like that. Or it's like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you can't just ignore a blatant issue or a blatant, you know, you fucking went after somebody and then you redacted the entire thing and then not brought it up again. It's fucking weird. And then if you look at it on paper, Wendy Williams totally called him out 
And officially, as it stands on the replays, he had no response. He didn't talk about it when he came back two weeks later. Right. It's fucking so weird, So what's man. that say? The whole thing's fucking weird. The fact that he goes, but like, again, and, and it's just, uh, to wrap this up, it's just like the first thing he goes on air and talks about is how the Mueller and the Jesse Smollett investigation is confusing. It's like, dude, you're thing is confusing like we're all confused if you're a howard fan you're confused i'm confused like sal that's sal job that's how i feel but i would love him to get like another contrarian in the room or like it's just it's a watered down product where we love howard he's funny and i'm sure he's reading a lot of the bits from the back office and like there's other people that are contributing to the jokes that we hear on the air it's not it's definitely not 100% Howard no, talking about the top the of his head. In the room. Right. He's looking at some messaging, and he, I'm sure a lot of it's him, and he's still sharp as hell. But ultimately, why was this, and we've said this 15 times on this podcast, but I guess that just kind of like epitomizes what the Reddit trolls say about him, what old fans from the 90s say about him. It's just a watered-down product. And ultimately, we would just love more clarity on more transparency. We we would love Marcy and Jeremy and maybe his book gets into that. And I doubt it does. And and he's going to talk about this book as a tell all. And I guarantee you, Marcy Turk's not even mentioned, which is another kind of frustrating thing of don't tell us that it's all a tell all and everything's uncensored. And then you're just going to pick and choose what you're going to censor out. Right. Because then you're just like every other show that's going to maybe talk a little bit bad and then know that you have the power to censor it out. Right. You know, it's bad enough that you've already pretty much blocked out entire segments of, I mean, let's be honest. Artie was a huge contributor to the show. Um, Stuttering John was. Jackie was. Well, that's a there's whole more, other thing. It's like where we talk more about more people, but they're not. You know, if you listen to the Howard one hundred, Howard one hundred one, I think I think he could do a better job of appreciating those factors. He wants to make it like it was his entire genius, and no one else contributed. But there's been a ton of talented people that have helped with the punchlines that have helped with the bits that have made what comes out of his mouth genius. And I think that he should do a better job of recognizing that. And maybe he will on his farewell tour, but I highly doubt that he will. Yeah. That goes into a lot of, you know, you look at every late night show though. You look at David Letterman, you look at Jay Leno, you look at Conan O'Brien, you look at Jimmy Fallon. How many times are they fucking honoring their head writer? Who writes but how many every times joke? have they made that? How many times have they I'm, made them a character in the show? I'm not saying that you don't like, know. I'm not, you don't I'm know not, Conan's I, director. I'm not trying to equate. Producer. I understand. I'm not trying to equate the two to say that both shows are the same, and saying that like you know since they didn't you know give them respect, then Howard doesn't have to. I I understand that, that Howard Howard's show is very different. It's very inclusive. I'm just saying. I think there's a little bit of that same sort of uh, mindset where it's like, well, you know, I'm the show and I have writers 
and you know I I'm gonna go on and and sometimes I'm gonna make some jokes that are on my own and sometimes my writer's gonna give me feed me some things that are like you know these things and I I just I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate to your argument where I'm saying that you know his his show is you know a lot of the same as far as these late night shows where it's you know I'm I'm riffing I'm doing a lot of things I'm doing I'm improving I'm doing a lot of these things but you know I also have writers where you know they're feeding me shit or it's a written bit and you know they're kind of giving me things as well so I I feel like there's a lot of that too so I I don't know if there's I don't know if Howard has that thing where it's like I should give it up to a lot of these guys but I, I do feel that Howard knows deep down that it's not all him. He he wouldn't be able to do this show with if it was just him, or if it was just him, even in him and Fred and Robin. I think yeah. that he knows that there's a lot of people working behind the scenes, and I, he doesn't do a good job of probably showing that to us at least. But I I do feel that before he retires, there's gonna be however Howard's way of doing it of showing that his appreciation for the people that work behind the scenes. Um, yeah, but the people that work behind the scenes that at that moment, I don't, don't, I don't think he does a good enough appreciation of how he got to this moment. But I feel like we, I feel like it's a, it's a weird thing where it's like, we, we expect that of him because he's showed us so much of the, of the back room and the, you know, the writer's room and, and everybody that works behind the scenes. But again, it's, you know, the same argument. It's like, did David Letterman ever like take you back and like show like, hey, this guy wrote this uh, one joke in the monologue that crushed. I'm getting all the credit for it, but I, let me let me let me show you everybody like he's the guy who did that. Never. No, Jay I'm not Leno, saying like, that, but I'm saying that Jay Leno also never did a 30 minute bit about how his producer eats plantain chips. Of course, or how his also, producer's Jay son also trying was, to like like produce time, you know. If for four hours a day. And yeah, but like, why you know is he I mean? being selective on, okay, we can talk about 90% of the I agree crew, with that. but this 10% point. is completely off limits. And if you mention him, you're going to be blacked out of the replays. If you mention this one or two people that I'm going to selectively pick, that you could talk about weird. my writers, not, you could talk you about my that. producers, you could talk about my directors, but if you... If you, if you mention these couple people that are sensitive, I'm going to block it out of the replays. That's fucking and you're not going to be invited back in the show. Matthew Barry has not been back on the show, that's and I doubt he ever will weird. be. It's weird. That part, I'm with you with. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. And I think that's the whole crux of the entire episode of this thing, is there's a lot of weird things that happen in this show that we just can't wrap our head around. Which, like, we obviously, we love the show. We listen every single day that it's live but there's a lot of times that some things happen it's fucking weird and we're just trying to make some sense out of it but i think that's gonna wrap up today's episode uh again my name is tyler cortez and i'm daniel coin thanks for listening hit the subscribe button we're going to be coming out with podcasts dealing with all things king of all media in the stern show baba booey hit him with the high
Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.